There are plenty of bounce back candidates for the 2023 fantasy baseball season, but which of those candidates will actually succeed at bouncing back? We'll discuss that and more on today's action packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source for fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my brother, my co-host, Matthew Anay. Yo, yo, what's good? You can find us on all podcasting apps and social media platforms. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball and we'll be there. If you guys are listening on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else that allows uh, five-star ratings and writing a little review, it goes a long way to help uh, our outreach of the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. It will notify you every time a new episode drops. Also, throw us a like and a little comment because we'd love to talk fantasy baseball with you. And also, real quick, once again, with the YouTube guys, you guys have been killing it for us. We appreciate you guys so much, but we're we're so close to that 1,000 subscriber mark. So if you could share our podcast on YouTube with a friend that also is getting ready for the fantasy baseball season or just another friend that likes baseball, it goes a long way to help us, and we truly, truly appreciate that. This episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Download the Ultimate Baseball GM app today and experience what it's like to be an MLB GM. Use promo code locked on for when you download the app and you get a hundred percent bonus. So on today's episode, Matt and I are talking about the best bounce back candidates to draft for your baseball te- fantasy baseball team this season. And Matt's Matt's got a, a hometown guy for him uh, up first. And uh, Matt, take it away. Yeah, buddy. Um, not my hometown, but where I live oh, now. Yes, yes, yes. New York, New York through and through. But yes, anyway, sir. we're gonna talk about Mr. Nick Castellanos. Um. You know, Nick is an interesting case, and he literally follows my rule of, you know, new city, new team, you know, not a good year. Um, you know, last year was a little upsetting. You know, we all thought, you know, with him being on the Phillies in that lineup, that he probably would have had a better season, right? But unfortunately, it didn't really pan out, and he went pretty high in drafts, and he was a big bust. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to read off his stats right now. In 524 at-bats, he had 56 runs, 27 doubles, 13 home runs, 62 ribs, a stolen base, and he batted 263. Now, what's kind of mind-boggling is I didn't expect it to be that bad because in 2021, he had the most outrageous season, right? He had 531 at-bats. He had 95 uh, runs. He had 38 doubles, 34 home runs, 100 ribs. He, you know, the his, his uh, good old chip in a three, stolen bases, and he batted 309. Like, that kind of production doesn't just disappear. So, like, this is where I'm sitting here and I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, he's going for a value this year and he's primed for a bounce back. I mean, he he just he had to get adjusted to the city. He had to get adjusted to the move and moving his family across the country and getting settled. Now, the only reason everybody's probably sitting here listening to me rolling their eyes right now because of what he's doing in spring, because right now it's not hot. Right. He has 31 at bats. He has four runs. He has two home runs, seven ribs, which that part is really nice, right? 
And then he struck out 11 times. He has eight walks and he's batting about 161. Now that part is ugly. Now I think he can get it together because he's always been an average guy. It just seems like what he's trying to do is just get a groove and then build off of it. And listen, we still have what another week and a half, another week and a half before opening day. Um, I think that Nick is going to finally find his way into the groove and get things started. And, you know, I think Nick is going to be a very valuable pick and he's going to bounce back with glory and, and get you that championship this year. So draft Nick Castellanos. Uh, Matt, real quick, where do you have Castellanos ranked? I have him ranked as my number 24 outfielder. I got you. I and, got you. Uh, Nick Castellanos is currently coming off the board as the 32nd outfielder, pick 127.4, according to Fantasy Pros ADP, which is a, it's a bargain right now. As Matt said, it's definitely a bargain. And uh, Matt, you got you got we have him ranked? 25. 20, 25. So Matt and I are pretty much in sync right there. Uh, Nick Castellanos, definitely a major bounce, bounce back candidate. I can't really add too much. Matt covered him, did a pretty great job. I'll just throw out Castellanos is a career 276 hitter. I think he get, bounces back up a lot closer to that. A lot of power upside and a lot of runs and RBIs uh, upside in that Phillies lineup this year. Real quick, guys, I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping. I, I probably should have did this a little bit sooner. Just a little bit of housekeeping here with some injury updates. You know, got a few big ones for you. Jose Altuve fractured his thumb in the WBC. Uh, from Daniel Bard hit him in the thumb. He's going to be out at least eight to ten weeks, it looks like, with that fractured thumb. If you haven't already heard, Edwin Diaz, Torres Patel attendant, he's going to miss six to eight months, which is the whole season. And Carlos Rodon with that left forearm strain, a little bit better news on his front. Uh, he's getting closer to ramping back up. The Yankees did say he'll miss two to three starts. I think that's a little optimistic. I think maybe he misses the first month. So just keep an eye on those names moving forward. But let's get back into those bounce back candidates. Next one up, we got uh, Corey Seager here. Corey Seager is somebody I'm, I'm super high on this year. Uh, I think last year, you know, Matt and I keep talking about it. You know, first year in a new team is always tough. And Corey Seager was the biggest victim of the shift last year. I believe he was robbed of 76 base hits. So if you add those 76 hits to, you know, that 245 batting average, he's back up to, you know, right around his career mark, about 285. And I think that's where Corey Seager gets back to. You know, he was very, very good in almost every other category last year. In his first year in Texas, he had 91 runs, he had 24 doubles, 33 bombs, 83 RBIs, three steals, and that 245 batting average killed a lot of people. But now, without that shift, I, I you know, they they can't throw over to first base anymore. I think I think the upside is the is crazy for Corey Seager. He could be, uh, you know, a top five shortstop. I currently have Corey Seager ranked as my number five shortstop. So I'm drafting Corey Seager everywhere this year that I can. I'm going to give you his ADP real quick. Uh, right now, Corey Seager's coming off the board as number seven shortstop pick 50 overall. I think that's an absolute bargain for the kid. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's funny. You look at, right. You, we were saying he's a bounce back, but because, he just was down in the average categories. I mean, everything else was actually pretty much up for him. I'm actually really impressed that he finally, you know, really took that step forward. I really do like the Texas landing spot. I think he's going to have a great season this year. But let's talk about somebody else here, somebody that's just been injury prone and pretty much should just be, you know, Flanges 2.0, and that's Mr. Anthony Rendon. The guy hasn't had a healthy career, in all honesty, since he's oh, yeah. left, you know, period, but really since he's left. Um, Washington. Um, he had one full year um, on the, not even, he hasn't even had a full year on the angels, uh, which is pretty bad. You know, he had 189 at bats, 217 and 166 last year. And it's just, 
I just don't get why the guy just can't stay healthy, but I'm hoping this year he can because he's pretty much free 99. Um, you know, before I get into what his stats, what I think he's going to do and what he did, what he's doing in spring training, I just want to let you know his ADP is 213 right now. So legitimately, you miss out on a big name in, in the third base category, and you're just like, all right, let me grab somebody that's, you know, in the higher echelon, and then when I'm swinging around around that 219 pick, I'll maybe go like 19 picks earlier and just scoop up Rendon. And then boom, if Rendon returns to form and is somehow able to even get you like a half a season, you get in the production. You can even trade them high and, you know, you get dump out and get yourself another third baseman. But this is what he's doing in spring training too, which is just phenomenal. And this is what kind of really drives on my point that I really think he's on, he's going to tear it up this season and 20 at bats. He has five runs. He has a double. He has two home runs. He has seven ribs, four walks, only three strikeouts, and his batting average is 400 right now. I mean, his OPS is a one, two, five. Like, that's phenomenal. Like, Anthony Rendon is looking like, hey, like, I'm ready to come out. I'm ready to make a name. I didn't just get paid to, you know, just be here. I want another ring, and I want to get Trout a ring. So, you know, let's get her done. And I think that Rendon is getting ready to fight and maybe, maybe make that case to be healthy this year. Yeah, my, my, I'm just going to – Matt, that's great coverage on Rendon. I'm just going to add my two cents real fast. Anthony Rendon is currently coming off the board as the 20th third baseman. I have Rendon ranked as my 11th third baseman. I think that, you know, if he's fully healthy like he's showing that he is in spring training, let's give you from 2016 to 2019 what Anthony Rendon did over those four seasons. As in, This is his average season between 2016 and 2019. 146 games played. 94 runs, 26 bombs, 101 RBIs, six deals against 299. So that's definitely the upside there. But before we move on and talk about our next guy, I need to talk to you about, uh, you know, one of our big sponsors for today's episode that I'm really excited for. That is the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your own professional baseball franchise? Well, guess what? Your dream can come true now. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaching staff and managing team finances, scouting and drafting players, and also managing those difficult personalities, navigating your franchise through free agency with all the ups and downs that come from a baseball season, Ultimate GM is completely free and playable without Wi-Fi. Play on the go, as you want, when you want. I've been absolutely hooked on this game since I've downloaded it. You compete, you can compete against your friends like Matt and I have been doing, and you should definitely do the same. Locked on fantasy baseball listeners get a hundred percent free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit ProBaseballGM.com, scan the code, or look it up in any of the app stores. That's ProBaseballGM.com, Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. So uh, next up here, we got one of my one of my favorite players of all time. You know, uh, I, it's uh, Chris Bryant, guys. I can't even I can't just bury the lead here. Now the thing is, last year, you know, when Chris Bryant heads over to Colorado. Everyone's talking about, oh, my God, Chris Bryant, the, you know, he's going to have 30-plus bombs. He's going to hit 300. He's going to have, like, a, a Nolan Arenado type of season there. I thought the exact same thing, and he, he was kind of on his way. He, he was hitting over three, in the games he did play, 42 games, Chris Bryant. He had 160 at-bats. He had 28 runs. He had five bombs, 12 doubles, 14 RBIs, and he hit 306. 
So it's not really a bounce back in the sense of that he, you know, played badly. It's a bounce back in the sense of that I think he could stay healthy and, you know, come to that upside that everyone was talking about last year. Like I said, you know, the, the Rockies lineup isn't too bad. So, you know, runs and RBIs could be solid. Let's say, you know, Chris Bryant's always been a good runs guy. You know, he's pretty quick on his feet. So I think he'd give you 80 runs. I think, like I said, 30 bombs. I wouldn't be surprised if you had 35 bombs over there in cores. Could give you 85, 90 RBIs. You know, he always chips in a few steals so he can get you seven, eight steals. And that batting average, he's a career 280 hitter. So I think he can get back right around there. Maybe he gets that cores bump and he gets close to 300. Right now, if Chris Bryant is my number 14 outfielder, and I know he's coming off the board so much later than that. He is currently coming off the board as the number the number 30 outfielder. So I have him about 16 spots ahead of where he's going. That's pick 121. If you get Chris Bryan as your third outfielder, you you run out of your draft super happy with that. Yeah, buddy. I mean, you know, we if you've been listening to our mock draft shows and stuff, we're drafting them everywhere. Chris Bryant, just the upside is absolutely redonkulous. And um you know the the draft price is not that not that bad either. So I, you know, grab Chris Bryant and say hello and be happy at the end of the day. Let's move on here to somebody else. I really like a pitcher here. That's Mr. Jack Flaherty. Uh, Jack is somebody that you know started off the year hurt and you know has been pitching with a torn, um, I think it's rotator cuff, for the last couple of years, and he's been phenomenal even with it. And uh, last year, they actually had to shut him down. They get him some stem cell action and all this wonderful stuff. And, you know, he finally made his way back instead of getting surgery. So when he did come back, he had, like, a couple bad starts, but he didn't put out a bad year. This first, like, so, like, there's this first half, second half split, but I believe it was only, like, two starts. It was eight innings pitched, um, and he had, like, a 5-6-3, right? Those were his first couple outings, right? The second half is where he really shined. He had 28 innings. And he had 386 ERA, which was still kind of high, which means he still got blown up a little bit in the beginning, but he still did his job, right? And he really came out, got the ERA lower, and pretty much had a uh, a K per nine because I mean 28 innings pitch, he had 27 Ks. And just the whip was pretty high. He had a 146, which is pretty high. But I mean, a guy trying to get used to his shoulder, getting back in the groove and throwing hard again, you know, getting ramped up and trying to get yourself back back on top. You know, you could expect the whip being high because you're trying to strike out everybody and, you know, the control isn't going to be there right away either. So towards the end of the season, he was really starting to heat up. So I think that Jack Flaherty, as long as that shoulder isn't an issue this year, which is right now, it doesn't seem to be. Jack can really be very valuable and you're getting him for really cheap, too. I mean, almost this could be like not really like a breakout, but almost a sleeper list as well, because, you know, these are all the guys that are getting slept on because everybody's like, oh, I got burned by him last year. But they have so much potential to bounce back and get and improve and and give that really nice boost to your lineups this year. And they're all three ninety nine essentially in terms of their draft pick versus what their upside could be. So draft Jack Flaherty. Yeah, man. Uh, as you mentioned, Jack Flaherty's coming off the board as number 56 starting pitcher, pick 210 overall. I have Jack Flaherty as my number 54 starting pitcher, so I'm kind of in sync as where I would take him, you know, as far as how many deep starting pitcher goes. But at pick 210, I think that's an absolute bargain. You're getting him as one of your last starting pitchers. And let's just go back to that monstrous 2019 season Jack Flaherty had. 2019 Jack Flaherty had 11 wins, 8 losses, a 2.75 ERA, 33 starts, 196 innings, 231 Ks, and a 0.96 whip. 
Uh, do I think he can get back to that? Probably not. But hey, can he get closer to his uh, career three four one ERA? Uh, well over, you know, um, 523 innings pitched in his career for Jack Flaherty, 600 strikeouts and a 1-1-0 whip. I think he could definitely match his, you know, his career numbers so far. And if you're getting him as one of your last starting pitchers, it's an absolute, absolute bargain to get Jack Flaherty there. But let's keep things moving over here. Next up is somebody, uh, you know, if you guys know Matt and I from New York, we love our Yankees. And let's talk a little Giancarlo Stanton, right? So, you know, Giancarlo Stanton is kind of, as Matt would say, a Flanges guy. And if you guys are new around here, you don't know what Flanges are. It's just a, a nickname that Matt came up with for injury-prone guys. Kind of has stuck around over here. A lot of the fans love it. So, yeah, we keep it going with the Flanges. And Stanton is one of those guys, unfortunately. But the thing is, you know, Stanton, he had a decent year last year. I mean, 53 runs for Stanton, 110 games, 398 at-bats, uh, seven doubles, 31 bombs, 78 RBIs, and he had 211. So if we go back to 2017 through 2021, right, Stanton hit 273 uh, during those years over, you know, 100 games. Uh, oh, no, no. I'm oh, sorry. It's 497 games and 1,859 at-bats. So if he's a 273 hitter over his last, you know, besides last year, eight, eight, 1,800 at-bats, I think he gets a lot closer to that, especially without the shift. Uh, he could push for 40, 50 bombs if he's fully healthy. You know, the RBI should be there in that Yankees lineup. Uh, the runs, maybe not so much because we know uh, Stanton isn't too quick on his feet. But let's see, man. I think he could play way more than 110 games. I currently have Stanton ranked. Uh, I know I have him pretty high at outfield, to be honest with you. I have Stanton as my 23rd outfielder overall. And he's currently coming off the board at – let's check this out over here. He's currently coming off the board as number 26 outfielder, pick 114.6. So once again, Stanton is a great number three outfielder if you can get him there. And I'm taking him in as many leagues I can get him in. Not many people have that 50 home run upside that Stanton does. So definitely somebody you should be targeting coming into you know draft weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Stanton all day. Um, he's a nice boost to power. Great UT bat. And again, that value is great. Can't pass it up. Let's talk about Mr. Jonathan India. Um, Jonathan India is pretty cool. I think that, um, you know, the, the past rookie of the year just doesn't drop off, especially since he was a high end prospect. And I just think that he's, he's bound for a bounce back year. I mean, even though spring isn't looking too hot, it started off a little hot, but he's been going through a cold streak, but his OPS is a 390. Um, and his OBP, I mean, OBP is a 390. That would be pretty bad for OPS and a 690 for his OPS. And he's, He's doing his thing, but he's batting about 200 right now. I think that that's something that's going to bounce back. The Reds lineup is looking a lot better this year. There's going to be more people to drive him home. He's not really a ribbies guy because of where he's going to go in the lineup. And he, he might be able to get you back to 20 home runs. He's going really cheap at, like, pick 186. So at least he's worth the flyer, you know. Pick him up, call it a day, and then, like, you know, see what happens. Um, you know, I, I'm really all about it. And, um, you know, Jonathan India is just going to be really good this year for you in fantasy. But before I hand this over to for Dom for one of his one of his guys, we have to talk about somebody great here. Here at Lockdown, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. Midway point of the NBA season is here, and it's now time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet from everything from money lines, point scores, and three drains. Plus, 
FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a bigger bet in the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance for your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Yeah, buddy. So, Dom, I think you got got a guy here for us. Uh, real quick, uh, let me can I get a little uh, Jonathan India love, my boy, my boy Indiana Jones. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, my, my my little boy Indiana Jones over here. So last year he had that hamstring issue going on, and you know, kind of limited to what India could do. As Matt mentioned, he was the you know NL Rookie of the Year in 2021, and he always had the talent. He was a very solid hitter down in the minors. You know, a little bit of pop in the bat, a little bit of speed. I could see him being like a you know twenty bomb type guy with like ten plus steals. The batting average should be pretty solid there in Cincinnati. It's a great park to hit in. Runs and RBIs. Let's see that you know that team isn't the best. But Jonathan D is a contributor right now. He's coming off the board as the sixteenth second baseman, which is second baseman is is a very tough position to fill this year. So I currently have him as my uh, India as my number twelve second baseman. And if you can get him as your number sixteen around pick one eighty four is where his fantasy pros ADP sits right now. It's an absolute absolute bargain. So uh, last up here we got uh, DJ LeMahieu. Now you know some people are fully out. Some people are just fully out on DJ LeMahieu. And hey. I get it. You know, he didn't have the kind of year that, you know, we all expected him to last year, but he was dealing with a few different injuries and, uh, you know, you got to cut him, cut him a little bit of slack there because he's a career 297 hitter. Right. And that's over 5,000 at bats, 5,300 to be exact. Now, I think with the shift gone, DJ LeMay, he was a, such a great hitter. He could put the ball where the defense isn't. Even if they try and maneuver something on him, he's good enough that I'll smack the ball away from them. You know, if you want to put that, bring that left fielder in and put him, you know, uh, over there between uh, first and second, okay, I'm putting that ball into out into left field, and that's a, that's a triple for DJ LeMayhew. So I think DJ, you know, he's going to hit uh, probably lead off for that Yankees lineup. I think he can get closer to that 300 uh, career batting average. Hey, he's not going to give you a lot of pop maybe 12 to 15 home runs but i think the rbis are going to be solid i think the runs are going to be solid once again that batting average is good so he's definitely going to be a three category guy in my opinion right now let's see where dj's coming off the board because i know it's it's such a deal right now he's a dj's eligible first second and third by the way he so that's a three uh you know swiss army knife type type kind of guy uh 22nd second baseman pick 212 I have DJ LeMahieu as my 18th second baseman, so I got him a little bit over ADP. I think if you get DJ LeMahieu as one of your last picks, you know, like I said, that Swiss Army knife kind of guy is going to be plus in three categories, and especially if you're kind of light on batting average heading into the end of your draft, definitely throw DJ LeMahieu on your target list. Oh, yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a Yankee fan, right? But LeMahieu for fantasy is kind of like a scary thing for everybody, and including myself. Um, you know, it... He is, how do I put this? He has all the upside in the world, but can he stay healthy one? And can he be, can he perform at the 2019 level when he first came to the Yankees? Um, and that's the thing that I'm like con- concerned about, right? Because it depends on where he's hitting in that lineup too. Because if you look at it, right, you have, you, the, right now what they're rolling with is, I don't even actually see him in this in the starting lineup, starting lineup right now um, when I go back and look. He's going to be in there. He, he's he's going to he's going to be starting. As far as I'm as far as I'm concerned, anyway. I'm sure it's just a matter of one where he's in the in the lineup, hitting in the lineup for him to be able to draw on the ribbies. And two, you know, are we going to get him to be 
be as fast as he was either because you say, oh, he can hit that into the gap, right, where the shift w- was, and can he? does he still have the speed? I just want to see it, but at the same time, I'm not running out there and getting him, but he has the upside. So here's what I would do. You could draft him really cheap, and then if he doesn't hit because he's going to be their second or third um, bench player, drop him and drop him quick. I mean, it's yeah. a – it's a like like I, like I said in my FanDuel app. It's a no sweat first bet. Oh, uh, you know I like that. That was good. I like that. You know you could you could pick him up and drop him right after. I mean you know let's see what happens. If Lemayu hits, you you probably hit fantasy gold. Um, if he doesn't, he didn't hurt you. And that's pretty much everybody tonight. I mean, you can get any of these guys at a way at a huge discount from where they should be being drafted a year or two ago. Year or two ago. Um, sorry, I can't speak English. Um. And, uh, you know, just take take it, do your deep dive, figure out which one of these guys are two guys or three guys that you really want on your team. And, um, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, guys. So, you know, uh, just throw out, I'll throw out one more thing before we, you know, sign off for today. Go back through our episodes. Go check our – we did a lot of we, – we previewed every single position. We did, you know, pitchers you should target. We did hitters you should target. Go back and watch some – we did a few spring training updates. We did mock drafts. So go back through all those episodes. Check them out. Even if you watch them already, watch them one more time, you know, as draft prep just to be ready for your draft. And, you know, so that's going to be all for today, guys. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you already haven't. And for those big drafts coming up, guys, you can print out our rankings from our website. Just go to our link tree, which is in all of our social media bios. Click it. It's literally the first one right there. It says website on it. Just tap that. Matt and I's rankings are on there. You know, click on that. You can print them both out, bring them to your drafts, and you will succeed heavily. You will you will dominate your draft with our rankings. We promise you that. Just a real quick note, they are skewed towards head-to-head uh, category leagues. They also work for Roto. For points leagues, it becomes a little bit more subjective. That, if you're in a points league, do a little more of your research on your own. But, guys, thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. After you make us your first listen, why don't you go check out Locked on San Diego Padres, or I believe it's just Locked on Padres with our pal Javier as the host. He is one of the most enthusiastic hosts I've ever been around. Uh, We were on his uh, podcast a couple days ago, so go look for that one. And, guys, we will be back tomorrow. We'll be providing you with our bust candidates. So these are guys that you definitely don't want to draft heading into, you know, one of the, if not the biggest, draft weekend of the 2023 fantasy baseball season. But, guys, until tomorrow. Peace. See you.